The presidential motorcade has just passed through heavy crowds in downtown Dallas and was circling through the fringes of the business district when three shots suddenly rang out. Destroying the media lies and dismantling the narratives. One story at a time. It's the Adrian Slate Show. Former Deputy Director of the FBI, Andrew McCabe, they dropped the investigation on him leaking information to the news media over the weekend. Now, at first glance, that pissed me off, especially when that was something Bill Barr, William Barr, the Attorney General, announced, because what has been the overarching theme? The Democrats? Anyone in bureaucracy that hates Donald Trump or hates those that were coming in from the outside, they get off scot-free. They get book deals. They get to go on all the talking head shows. Then if they're pushed up against the wall and, and they might be investigated for a period of time, they get GoFundMe accounts. They become these heroes of the left and heroes of the news media and heroes of the, the never-Trumper establishment. And Andrew McCabe, who from my understanding, signed off on foreign intelligence uh, surveillance warrants along with James Comey, FBI director at the time. They all were involved in allowing the spine of a private citizen who was running for public office who became the president of the United States. John Brennan, CIA director, was getting information from a Ukrainian oligarch that information was shady, so they took that information, ran it through somebody who worked with the FBI and the FISA courts, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance uh, Courts, and through the uh, CIA, Christopher Steele, who was a M was an MI6 uh, agent from, from the UK, which is their CIA. So suddenly this information, because this guy had a relationship with them, Suddenly, this, this fraudulent information is now good because it's coming from this guy. And they have a credible working relationship. Well, Annie McCabe was leaking information from this situation to the press. And the press was putting it out there as, oh, look what's going on. We don't know. Anonymous sources, which we'll get into in a second. So Annie McCabe blasts his own FBI going, ah, if you guys are putting out leakage information, leaked information, you got to stop because it was all him that was doing it. So they were investigating that aspect of it, and it got dropped. Now, that made a lot of us angry because we're thinking, okay, Attorney General William Barr, the uh, investigative uh, uh, investigation going on by John Durham, these are things that we have placed a little tiny bit of faith in because we think this might actually result in something because these people might actually be good players. And of course, the naysayers automatically got pissed. And, you know, arguably so. So did I to a degree. Because we thought, just like with the James Comey uh, exoneration over the little bit that he had to do with, uh, it, he's not out of the woods yet, but, you know, over the summer, we had the same thing. It, it came down to, what they were trying to get him on was small, and what they could get him on is something bigger if they picked their battles. 
If they go, well, you know, we'll let McCabe go on this one, but we'll do this. In fact, William Barr is actually calling for outside prosecutors to handle this situation, which then takes it out of the swamp's hand because everybody knows everybody. Every time you bring in an investigator, oddly enough, they know Robert Mueller. They know James Comey. They know they know Hillary Clinton down the line. So if you can take it from an outsider perspective and put it on there, from my understanding, they can now get Comey. They can now get Peter Stroke. They can go back after Andy McCabe. So even though Andy McCabe was dropped, all is not lost. And there's some interesting aspects of the news media that come into play that you start to go, maybe they're really worried about what Attorney General Barr is going to do because this is how they're reacting. Now, first off, to explain what happened, Andy McCarthy from National Review. This guy's great. He's a lawyer. In fact, I think he, uh, the Holy, the Holy Foundation, the what that Muslim group up there in Northern Virginia, who they had somebody out there scoping out the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel uh, for a possible terrorist attack, a bombing of the tunnel, and they ended up thwarting that. And on top of that, they ended up finding the Muslim Brotherhood's plan for America. They also. Uh, Andrew, Andy, uh, Andy McCarthy also was a part of the trial with the blind shake from the World Trade Center 1993 bombing of the car garage. So Andy McCabe, or Andrew, Andy McCarthy, not Andy McCabe. Andy McCarthy is pretty daggone on point, even though it's National Review. And he, he kind of explains it in this article. He says, proof that he willingly deceived investigators appears strong, but the Justice Department likely felt there were too many obstacles convicting him. This is why Andy McCabe wasn't charged. The Justice Department announced that it is closing its investigation on Andy McCabe, the FBI former director, uh, deputy director, over his false statements to investigators probing an unauthorized leak that McCabe had orchestrated. McCabe was fired in 2018, shortly after the blistering Justice Department Inspector General you know, Horowitz, his report, concluded that he had repeatedly and blatantly lied or, as the Bureau lexicon put it, lacked candor when questioned, including under oath. Why not indict uh, McCabe on felony false statement charges? That is the question being pressed by incensed Trump supporters. After all, constitutional guarantee of equal justice under the law is supposed to mean that McCabe gets the same quality of justice afforded to the sad sacks pursued with unseemly zeal by McCabe's FBI and Robert Mueller's prosecutors, George Papadopoulos, he was convicted of making false, trivial statements about a date of a meeting. Roger Stone was looking at nine years. Convicted of obstruction long after the special counsel knew there was no Trump-Russia conspiracy, even though his meanderings did not impede the investigation in any mean, meaningful way. And in the case of Michael Flynn's false statements conviction, as McCabe himself acknowledged to the House Intelligence Committee, even the agents who interviewed him did not believe he intentionally misled them. So Andy McCarthy goes on to say, I emphasize Flynn's intent because purported lack of intent is McCabe's principal defense too. even McCabe himself to say nothing of his lawyers and his apologists in the anti-Trump network of bureaucrats turned pundits cannot deny that he made false statements to the FBI agents and the IG. Rather, they argue that the 21 year uh, senior law enforcement official did not mean to lie and that he was too distracted by his high-level responsibilities to focus on anything as mundane as a leak, even though he seemed pretty damn focused 
on the leak while he was orchestrating it. The he did not believe he intentionally misled them defense is not just implausible. It proved unavailing on McCabe's watch, at least in General Flynn's case. Hence, McCain has a backup plan to argue that it would have been extraordinary and thus unconstitutionally selective and retaliatory for the Justice Department to prosecute a former official for false statements in a mere administrative inquiry, which the leak probe was, as opposed to a criminal investigation. Again, tell that to Michael Flynn, with whom the FBI conducted a brace-style interview at the White House without his counsel present. And in a blight disregard for procedures, the FBI interviews of the president's staff, despite the absence of sound investigation basis for doing so, and whom Mueller's uh, squeezed into a guilty plea anyways. It will be a while before we learn the whole story of why the Justice Department walked away from the McCabe case, if we ever do. I have some supposition to offer on that score. So he's going to get into, well, he says, first off, However, it is worth revisiting the case against McCabe as outlined by the meticulous and highly regarded IG Michael Horowitz. If you want to know why people are so angry and why they are increasingly convinced that for all the President Trump's drain the swamp rhetoric, a two-tiered justice system that rewards the well-connected is alive and well, consider the following. McCabe's leak. On October 2016, McCabe directed his counsel, Lisa Page, to leak investigative information about the FBI Clinton Foundation probe to Devlin Barrett. Uh, Barrett then of the Wall Street Journal. The leak had the effect of confirming the existence of an investigation, something the FBI was supposed to resist. While this high rank gave him power to authorize such a disclosure, if it were in the public interest, the IG found that McCabe's leak was clearly not within the public interest. In fact, the Bureau's then-director, James Comey, had tried to keep the Clinton Foundation probe under wraps, refusing to confirm or deny its existence even to the House Judiciary Committee. Comey had been right to stay mum. Public revelation would have harmed the probe and thrust the FBI deeper into the politics of the then-imminent 2016 presidential election in which Hillary Clinton was the Democrat candidate and her investigation by the Bureau was an explosive campaign issue. Notwithstanding these concerns, according to Horowitz's report, McCabe orchestrated the leak to advance his personal interests to paint himself in a favorable light in comparison to the Justice Department officials amid an internal dispute about the Clinton Foundation probe specifically about the Obama Justice Department's pressure on the bureaus to drop it. As the IG put it, McCabe's disclosure was an attempt to make himself look good by senior department leadership and look bad. McCabe's account has been contradicted by Comey, a witness who, in otherwise sympathetic to him and hostile to the Trump Justice Department, and whose actions, like his, are being examined in the prosecutor John Durham's probe of the Trump-Russia investigation. Comey's testimony is directly at odds with McCabe's version of events, and the IG painstakingly explained why the former director's version was credible, while the deputy director's was not. Now, we get into the reasoning why Andy McCarthy thinks that this is probably something that needed to be dropped, or why there's more to it, um, as we get further on into the article. You know, McCabe no, or, uh, McCarthy knows exactly what's going on from a legal standpoint, and many of the people that are bellyaching do not understand the legal side of it. 
He goes on to say, we may never get a satisfying explanation for the Justice Department's decisions to drop the McCabe probe. That's the way it is when such complicated reasons and motives are at play. The aforementioned challenge of hostile witnesses is not to be underestimated. In addition, there are growing indications that the Justice Department had lost confidence in the U.S. attorney who was overseeing the probe, Jesse Liu. As I noted this week, while Liu was once seen as a rising Trump administration star, she was quietly edged out of her post last month, and the White House just pulled her nomination to fill the important Treasury Department post. There have been rumblings that McCabe's investigation was botched. Camille Shields, a prosecutor who reportedly grew frustrated by her supervisor's inordinate delays in making decisions about McCabe's probe, ultimately left the Justice Department to take a private practice job. Another prosecutor, David Kent, quit last summer as the DOJ delivered over the decision on whether to prosecute. Things became so drawn out that the investigated, uh, investigating grand jury's term lapsed. Meanwhile, the Justice Department endorsed Lou's aggressive decision to bring a thin, politically fraught false statement against former Obama White House Greg Craig in connection with the lobbying for, the foreign, for a foreign country. The sort of crime that is rarely prosecuted. Craig was swiftly acquitted. Reportedly, Lou's advocated a charge against McCabe or he advocated the charge against McKay, but the DOJ may have harbored doubts about her judgment. No matter the outcome, the Justice Department stood to take some hits if McCabe had been charged. Focus on McCabe's leak would have drawn attention to pressure the DOJ officials and the pressure that they had been put on by the Bureau over the Clinton Foundation investigation, which reportedly is likely to be closed without charges. It would also renew interest in the question of whether the FBI improperly allowed McCabe to play a role in the Clinton-related investigations when his wife, as a political candidate, got major funding from Clinton-tied sources. Moreover, a new Freedom of Information Act discloses uh, disclosures made to meet a deadline set by uh, District Judge Reggie Walton may explain the timing of the non-prosecution announcement indicate that the Justice Department and the FBI did not comply with the regulations in what appears to be a rush termination of McCabe, adding heft to the former deputy director's claim that he was being singled out for abusive treatment and potentially including prosecution because of vengeful politics. So McCabe is, ba or Andrew McCarthy is saying McCabe had thin, thin things to be tried upon, just like Greg Craig did, and Greg Craig walked. Because in D.C., jurors could be very partisan against Donald Trump. You run the risk of running a case that could be killed immediately, and you run the risk of doing something greater later on. This is Adrian Slade. The Adrian Slade Broadcast. Now, I've been skeptical about anyone who is going to try to bring justice to this situation. And William Barr and John Durham, I have a little bit less skepticism over, but I still have skepticism. So hearing what happened with McCabe at first kind of pissed me off. Hearing Andrew McCarthy and others talk about it makes me go, maybe they got bigger fish to fry and they've got a bigger plan. Well, you know he's over the target when the left is just coming at him. They put out a petition for over a thousand ex-DOJ employees to ask for the resignation of William Barr. Now, if you remember, when Jeff Sessions was brought in as attorney general, they basically 
pressured him to recuse himself because of his Russian uh, dealings as far as being somebody who dealt with a foreign policy council position with the Senate. And he was naive enough to recuse himself. And they loved that. They got the recusal. No one would look into things. Sessions leaves. Whitaker comes in. You got to recuse yourself. (laughs) Why is that? Because Whitaker was going to be a bulldog. Even though he was only an interim AG. They bring William Barr in. You got to recuse. Somebody's hiding something and everybody suddenly has to recuse themselves. So that recusal was laughed off. So now they go a thousand ex-DOJ employees asking Bill Barr to resign. Well, Barr laughed and said, no, I'm not resigning. And then there was a stupid story that was put out. Well, you know, he's not a fan of Trump's tweets. He might not get stuff done because Trump's tweets are messing it up. We still don't know where that came from. Well, then the follow-up to the thousand DOJ officials story came out and it was the GOP Senate stands in solidarity with William Barr. Oh, that just made everybody on the left and just livid. So suddenly CNN puts out these stories. William Barr thinks about resigning because of Trump's tweets. The more I looked into it, anonymous sources say, what? It's just like Julian Assange. Julian Assange said he would deny the Russian connection if Tr- because Trump asked him, hey, if you deny the Russian connection, I'll pardon you like I did Rod Blagojevich and everybody else. Oh, it was a witness to Assange who said that. It was anonymous sources. What they were hoping to do is put it out there and then have Trump react in a tweet bashing William Barr like he did Sessions, and then William Barr would say, ah, to hell with this, and leave, and then they got their way. Only it didn't happen. The people behind William Barr, his own, his own com- communications officer, she got out there and said, uh, we don't know anything about this. That's complete crap. It was all staged. The news media isn't even taking stories and just concocting a different headline, trying to fool you on it. They're making up crap out of thin air completely and using it to get the results that they want. That's what they're doing with Julian Assange. That's what they're doing with William Barr. So know that William Barr is probably not as bad of a person as we think he is because of McCabe. He's got a bigger plan at hand, but they're so incensed. Maxine Waters was ripping him apart on Twitter They want him out because he's over the target. And I'm telling you, I'm hoping, and from what I'm hearing, John Durham has something up his sleeve. Look for that in the spring. Maybe we'll see some perp walks, or maybe we'll get some sort of justice. I'm Adrian Slade. I appreciate you tuning into the show. Check out the podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart Podcast, TuneIn, Podbean, Overcast, anywhere podcasts are hosted, you can get the uh, free Adrian Slade Show podcast. Be sure to rate it. Give it a five-star rating if you can. That helps bring it up in the ranks. You can also check out the blog, adriansladeshow.com. Also, follow me on Twitter, at Adrian Slade Show or at Rants Out Loud. You can also find me on other social media platforms, Facebook, Gab, Parler, Also on Snippy and Convo. Search Adrian Slade. 
You could also donate to the show, patreon.com slash Adrian Slade Show, or go to anchor.fm and donate. We'll see you guys next time.